0: Welcome back to another episode of The Hooligans Pitch. As always, my name is Michael, and I am here with...
1: Chad! What's up, Chad? How you doing? <laughs> oh, pretty good. It's, uh, it's a it's a, good week of footy, I think.
0: Yeah, fun week of footy. Um, happy Sunday. Today was yeah. uh, a good day for your squad. Kind of a good day <laughs> for my squad, too, since we didn't play. Didn't have to worry about much. Always nice when you don't lose.
1: Um just worry free over there yeah
0: it's it's nice it's it's super relaxing i don't gotta come into this podcast be like well chad uh
1: not zipped up today yeah no
0: you can see my face light is shining it's a good day i am i am repping inter uh they are playing juventus right now um i don't know if they're yeah they're still losing 77th minute but that's okay um just wanted to rep someone else today but uh let's get started here What what you having to drink
1: um, well, I forgot to gr- grab a Uh-oh. beer earlier, so um, on the Spindrift, oh, uh, yeah. pineapple flavor, uh, it's not going to focus, well, but it's a right. pineapple sparkling water, it's yummy stuff.
0: Cool, cool, you got to try that, uh, uh, sun, Sunchasing. chasing, sprinkle a little bit stuff. of that in there, yeah, look up that one, I, t- I think I talked about it a little bit, it's like a, um, non-alcoholic
1: oh, that, that's powder, that thing.
0: yeah, 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 always, it's interesting give it give it a shot i'm uh, going again with the son of juice i had this last week they're like fully stocked. we went to trader joe's last weekend and like that has all the good beers so yeah i kind of nice. kind of stocked up all right let's get into this chad i'm gonna give you a date here november okay. 2nd 2021 does that uh-huh. r- ring any bells for you
1: um it's the day before my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, no. <laughs>
0: um, November 2nd, 2021 is the day Antonio Conte signed an 18-month contract at Tottenham. Mm. We are now roughly one month and 13 days away from that 18-month contract expiring. Yes. Does it just sure. feel like natural order in the world that we are we are now seeing the Conte effect uh unwind and, and just kind of go full apocalyptic?
1: Um, you know, honestly, I'm kind of surprised it's taken this long for him to get to this point. That's so fair. I think that that's, that's, you know, a credit to his um, you know, one aspect of his manager ability is to like, you know, kind of protect the team and players and um, club after not great performances and you know, he's he's made some weird comments along the way, but if that was him, like, protecting everything, and then this was him, like, not, he was doing a great job protecting. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we saw him kind of pop off at times, too. Um, not so much at his own players, but, like, you know, the, the yeah. little rustle he had with Tushel way back when, which feels like forever ago, <laughs> but that was this season, uh, yeah, which wow. is just crazy. Um, but yeah, he, he went at his players today. Or I guess yesterday, and that was uh, <laughs> honestly I think fair because Tottenham really shit the bed.
1: I mean, I mean look, it, it's one of those um, like interviews you just don't hear a lot in like any kind of sport where like, you actually get some like honest answers and not just the the media trained answer. Um, but I mean, for me as as a outsider of tottenham fandom like he's not wrong on no all the stuff he
0: says totally he's totally right on what we've been seeing the, the lack of consistency yeah. uh you know no one's really taking accountability he's like everyone's looking for excuses and he's like excusee 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 i was like that is <laughs> like i get it i get what you're saying and and yeah. uh you know he kept he kept saying like we don't have a, an alibi and and i'm like man is spitting facts right now and there's nothing you can argue against it and oh yeah for for the nine minutes that he spoke at least the interview that we watched um Mm -hmm. for the first five minutes there wasn't even a question he just like just started going going. (laughs) going. i could i bet there were i wish we could see the reporters just being like (laughs) oh my god and like finally there was a pause where someone could ask a question and then i don't even think he answered that question he just kept going on about the team and, and you know them playing selfishly and you know we have 11 players but really we're we're not playing like a team and i don't know he brought up the fact they haven't won a trophy and you know their existence what and it's just, yeah, it's, it's just it's this... just it just felt I like mean, a giant truth bomb
1: it it is and it's it's certainly not um the like i don't know comforting kind of interview you would want to hear either as a tottenham supporter or like on tottenham ownership and stuff but like Again, you know, Conte came in with a pretty high profile um, of, you know, success at the managerial level, and uh, for it to, as he said, only gotten worse, like, he's laying it out there pretty clearly, like, either Tottenham changes on a bigger scale and, like, actually starts to improve, or, yeah, you can just change a manager and you'll continue to do the same thing you've been doing. Um that said, even if they do start to change things, I don't think he's gonna stick around to, to be the guy. No. I think he's just done and, and if they keep him to the end of the season cool, if they you know let him go tomorrow, I think he's totally fine with that too. I, I think he's done with it with Tottenham completely, but man, it was just such a wild uh interview to like see that happen. <laughs> I mean, they did fall apart
0: at the end, and, and well, you know, self, yeah. self-implosion. They just slowly crumbled under the pressure, and he's like, these guys don't like pressure, and I yeah. I believe him, because how many times – I guess there was one game this year where they finally were like, okay, let's get it together, and that was against Bournemouth when they ended up scoring uh, a game winner in the 95th minute or whatever it was. And and uh, But to feel that type of pressure against that type of team, like, good luck against anyone else.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean – like as we said last week, and you know maybe the week before, a lot of these games against the bottom teams right now are gonna be really difficult because it's so tight down there. Everyone's scraping for points. It like, just got tighter. It just yeah. got tighter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So was, I mean, it
0: was five points last week, twelve to twenty. Uh, twelve to twenty. Now it's four.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> We're just gonna go in and just go off goal differential at the end of it and call I mean, it good.
0: It's wild right now, <laughs> the bottom of the table. Um, so yeah, Tottenham's got some some major thinking to do over the summer, and I yeah. I, I won't be surprised if Conte's not with them next week. Um, no, I I think
1: you... I kind of think like if their board and like ownership and everything wants to you know, truly be like a big six team. They almost need to just listen to what Conte has just said and almost just do like a full rebuild. Like, sell off Kane, get your money for him. You know, you can reinvest that. You have to reinvest it smartly. Um, And then, yeah, I don't know whether you bring in a, a maybe less proven but promising manager or... Someone who is an actual like builder kind of manager, like Conte was never that guy. He's never going to be the builder. Like, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I'm okay with Tottenham falling apart. It's totally fine. But
0: (laughs) sometimes you got to look look at it like a neutral.
1: Yeah, but Um, yeah, from a neutral and just like a general like football supporter view, it's like, yikes! (laughs) That it it's not a good spot to be. Like, it's your team is playing pretty boring football to watch and now your manager is yeah just like laid it all out on the line and see what happens see where we go from here (laughs) you know we've been watching premier league
0: you know for the last decade or so and this year probably being the the year that we've paid attention to everyone the most not just our Mm -hmm. our teams and i gotta say they are like the worst top four team I've seen kind of ever. <laughs> I don't, I mean, you don't get, it's, it's just crazy. You put Liverpool in their spot right now and everyone be like, man, Liverpool, they're getting it together. Like good for them for getting in that four spot. And it's like Tottenham, They're like, they fucking suck. Like, and they're, in yeah. the, it's just wild how, how the narrative can be so different just based on expectations and, and oh yeah, where you're supposed to be. And, and you know, they, they had title hopes within this two year window. Um, mm. Son and Kane had awesome years last year, and and again, it's all statistics. It's not, you know, as a team, how how good are they? It's very hard to say. But this year, just compared to last year, is like night and day.
1: Yeah, I mean, some of that can come into just like Conte's tactics. So like, yeah, it's not a hundred percent of the players, but um, you know, how many times have we talked about a Tottenham game? It's like the first half. Yeah, they just don't want to play and then finally they like wake up towards the end of the second half and like get the win like okay yeah you're up in the top four now but like you're not generally winning convincing convincingly right you know but um, yeah I don't know I mean I will say that late penalty that um, Southampton got maybe a little lucky
0: (laughs) borderline
1: yeah, but, I watched. I know? watched
0: it a couple times. I was like, Yeah, I was like, I don't know. Like, yeah, it was but, close, I mean, it's,
1: but it's also, you know, it was three one at the seventy fifth minute. Yeah, why are you even letting it get there? Yeah, you can't let them come back that close at all. Like, so you know, just uh, the history of the Tottenham.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think it's like ever since they lost to Sheffield. It's just been a yeah. kind of a downward spiral. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think a new coach will do them good, especially right mm-hmm. now. If They want to like have a a good end of the run. There's no way those guys are gonna go back in the locker room and look at Conte the same. <laughs> no way. After he just shit on everyone, I wouldn't. Oh, I'd yeah. be like, wh- I'd be like, why are you even here? He wants to get fired. Yeah. I, I think after that interview, he's like, okay, it's time for me to like yeah. either get fired yeah. or highly motivate these guys. And that wasn't the speech to highly motivate his team to do well under him for the remaining 10, yeah. 10 weeks.
1: I mean, or maybe he's, like, you know, tried other motivating ways and it just hasn't worked. So he's like, all right, I'm just going to throw you under the bus and let's see what happens. And <laughs> <laughs> I do But, I mean, you'd think you'd have, like, some leaders in that team, like you're, you're Kane and um, I'm sure Hoiberg is is kind of a leadership role and um, I don't know maybe some other players of defense and stuff that have been around a little bit. Like you would think they would kind of stand up and be like, yo, right. Let's get something together here. Cause like, it's not just like a bad run of form at this point. It's like, we're just not playing up to the level that we need to play at. Like there, there's not enough. We're not playing the full 90 minutes, you know, it's playing these little spurts and like getting the good counter attack and stuff. And like, that's it.
0: Well, isn't that what Harry Kane's supposed to be doing?
1: Like You think? Honestly, that's... Yeah. But I think part of that, too, is, you know, like, he re-signs his contract to Tottenham because they have Conte and, you know, probably told him the same garbage promises they told Conte to bring him in. And here we are again, another year of Kane's career just kind of... Wasted. Wasted, feels yeah. wasted. You know, no, no trophy at the end. He's not going to get the golden boot, you know. It's just... Another nothing year.
0: <laughs> it sucks to see a player of that caliber just like I don't, oh, say, yeah. I don't say like it is a season wasted, but I don't say I don't want to say his talents are wasted because he's still scoring goals. But it's like, man, can you imagine him on a team where he didn't have to be the leader? It'd be very interesting. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: I I think this summer he probably goes. Like, it's got to be the one, right? If it's not now, it's not ever. I probably. I mean, or you know, if he goes later on, it won't be to any um, like top-end team. It'll just kind of be like a mm-hmm. I don't know, MLS move or like a, a kind of end-of-career move to just finish in a nice get, area. Or get something. that money. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Back the bank. Alright, well, let's... Uh, I think we should on them enough for now, again. Yeah. We've still got yeah, 10 yeah. more weeks. So you never know. But let's, let's move on to Chelsea, because I watched that game in full... Man, every substitution that came on, I was like, "How deep does this bench run?" Even with how <laughs> injured they are, it's just crazy how many guys can come off their bench and are like, "Ah, oh, he's oh, still, yeah. he's on their team, he's on their team." <laughs> Yet they still get the draw against Everton uh, to no surprise. I, I had Everton didn't give up. Um, yeah, you know, interesting dynamic right now with Everton. No longer playing Connor Cody, third game in a row. Michael yeah. Keane has now taken his job and done a pretty good job with that new spot. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's just kind of surprising, though. That that Cody had a pretty decent year with Tarkowski. It seemed like a good partnership.
1: Um, yeah, I, so, I don't really know what would changed necessarily there. Like,
0: I, I, Sean Dice effect. I, I tried doing a little bit of research yeah. on on why they made that change. Um, you know, he just he likes Michael Keene's play. Uh, you know they're exactly the same age it's not like there's a huge difference in how they play as far as i could tell um yeah just just kind of surprising and then cody didn't get the nod for the english squad so i don't think cody will stay at everton if they stay up it sounds like he's already kind of being pushed out the door Uh Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where he kind of ends up next
1: yeah i mean i think he's performed well this season when we've seen him out there and um I mean, last season he was great too. So
0: it seemed like a fan, kind of a fan favorite. I mean, I I think fans liked him.
1: This move was always a little bit weird to me, but um, yeah, I think he'll definitely end up at probably some like mid-table team. If yeah, if you know Everton go down, or I would honestly love him at Liverpool.
0: Liverpool kid, like
1: I I mean, there you go. You know, and that's a yeah, a solid depth option for sure. I mean. Especially if if next season ends up looking like this season, where it's a lot of injuries, like you just need the bodies.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think he'd slot. I mean, he he he'd be automatically in with the fans um, because he's always been a Liverpool fan. Him going to Everton was kind of like a I don't say like a punch in the stomach to him, but he definitely if he had the real say in it, he would have liked Liverpool a lot more than Everton. Yeah, I could only imagine. Um, but let's let's talk about James Tarkowski really quick, leading the league in uh, block shots in the EPL was 63. Um, He broke his own record today Uh. of 61 block shots a year ago. Um, I think he's going to probably hit
1: 80 at this rate. Uh, Yeah, you still got 10 more games, right? Isn't
0: that crazy? The previous record was 61. Um, It only went back about 14 years. And even in 2008-ish, the record then was about 31. So he's just like, I, I don't I don't know why why James is the one doing this. Um huh. but the king of blocking. He really yeah, is.
1: For sure. I mean I guess it's yeah, like I guess good positioning and just you know, always being in front of the ball and stuff, but like I, I don't know how he does it. It's That's like consistently every game he's getting like multiple blocks you know (laughs) I laughed
0: out loud when I saw his stat line today because I was like seven clean is nice seven blocks I was like are you kidding me seven (laughs) and it's funny because in the moment like you don't I don't know you don't really think about like oh my god like by the end of the game like James blocked everything but then you go look at like, wow he was there every freaking shot so
1: yeah yeah I mean he's been pretty consistent like in overall performance anyway um I mean he kinda gave away a poor penalty Yeah for that game but his his um, face set it off. Yeah, just immediately he was like uh oh Mm -hmm. yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um
0: I did find out we've been pronouncing Zhao Felix's name wrong. Did you see this? No. He came out to a reporter today saying like everyone says my name wrong in Spain and England, wherever I go, they say it wrong. It's Felix. Like Felix. you, You fell over Felix not Felix he was like it's not Felix mm. he's like but I don't care but it's not Felix I was like I care a little <laughs> so just, Felix. just just for our sake yeah Felix I thought that was kind of interesting so I have that noted here I don't um, like it it's gonna be a weird <laughs> change but you know it's whatever but uh, anyway Everton getting the draw against
1: Chelsea knew, I knew look, it was coming knew it I mean I, I said they were gonna win I know <sighs> I thought it was gonna happen you know but I mean, still, yeah, to, to get the draw away at Chelsea, it's a pretty good result for Everton, I'd say.
0: Well, considering yeah. Chelsea's team is just stupidly stacked, they didn't they didn't play Mudrick, Um, which I guess was kind of surprising. I don't know why he didn't get in. Um, yeah. Pulisic got the start, though, which is cool to see him back on the pitch. I um, ben Chilwell looked really good, and you know who's knocking for him right now? See this rumor? Yeah. Manchester City says we would like one Ben Chilwell, please. So that could happen, considering how much I don't want to say. Chelsea's depth is insane, but like honestly, their left back spot is weird. Um, yeah, I guess
1: it's what they have: Cucurella, um, yep, and Chilwell, and um, they have another
0: one. Well, they could kind of throw Fofana back in there too. They were experimenting Mm, that a little bit with like a little bit of overlap. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Chilwell's just finally coming into the zone right now too. But if Man City comes knocking, it's
1: yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's a uh... okay. Thanks, Chelsea. See you later. (laughs) Yeah,
0: considering I mean Chilwell has been playing more lately.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, he Uh, was injured for a little bit too. So yeah,
0: he's kind of coming back into form now. Um. Yeah, he played really good, and then Felix—he's just fitting right in. So, I yeah. I assume with the money they're splashing, they're probably going to buy. Him, you think so? Right? He's easily their best player right now.
1: He is, but I think Atletico let wanted like they do 120 million or something like that. They do.
0: But why wouldn't Chelsea yeah. just spend that money? Right, like. <laughs> There's, there's no. Uh, how do how you argue against that when they bought Enzo for the same amount? And Enzo is getting dribbled yeah. around the most in you know all of <laughs> Europe.
1: It's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. If if he's willing to stick around at Chelsea, and you know they want to spend that money, which I don't see why they wouldn't. They'd have spent that multiple times already, but. I mean, dang, it's a, it's a hefty price. <laughs> but, you know, they can spend that money, and they will still be 10th. They just live in that number 10 spot. See, so I
0: was going to ask you this. Would you rather be Ashton Villa right now in 11th, or would you rather be Chelsea in 10th? Mind you, same amount of points, but, I don't know, Villa's coming up right now. They've scored in every single game Emory has coached.
1: Yeah, um... I mean, I think you'd you'd probably put your money on Villa, right? Because like, as of they're right now, yeah, kind of making making some movement and stuff. Because I was curious because I feel like Chelsea had been there for the whole season. I was like, how long have they been in tenth? So I went and looked it up. They've been there since match day 18 back on January 1st when they drew 1-1 against Forrest. Like, hmm. and they haven't moved since. It's almost incredible. Like the teams around them, I you know just haven't done enough to do it, it or pass them really. But it's just they just got that number ten spot locked in. Huh.
0: <laughs> what was the so highest we'll they be, were? Do, do you have that info? Um,
1: I think they peaked at like fourth for one match week, but um, like super you know, early. Fell, yeah, it was, it was pretty early on, and then fell back pretty quickly there. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you're you're dead smack mid table, so you know, there you go, spent the six hundred million or whatever, and <laughs> holding down that spot.
0: It's wild. The three teams that are 38, 38, 39 points. Like Fulham is on this epic downward trend. Chelsea's you know. not moving, and Villa's climbing right up. So I won't be, su- will be, I won't be surprised if Chelsea stays right in the middle. And Fulham and Ashton Villa just, like, swap real quick. And then Chelsea stays there. And then they just keep, like, separating with this gap. Um, Emi Martinez, 100th EPL game today. Oh, really? Did you know he has the most clean sheets in the first 100 games for any player in the Premier League with 34?
1: Dang. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah. That's kind of wild all with Villa and Villa hasn't been a team where I'm thinking like oh they're shutting everyone out Um, I don't know how many played with Arsenal but it couldn't have been that many right maybe like
1: a a dozen yeah because he just finished out that season when when Leno got hurt Um, I mean he was definitely good and you know that kind of got him to where he's at now but um, yeah I didn't realize he was still producing that many clean sheets even at Villa
0: yeah, pretty crazy. I think I have it on my list here. He played ten, roughly fourteen, um, with mm-hmm. Arsenal from twenty fourteen to two thousand and twenty. So yeah, yeah.
1: Prior to that last season, there he basically never played. Yeah. But he every time he did play, he looked pretty terrible. Really? So like, yeah. So when he when Leno got hurt and. Martinez came in, everyone's like, all right, well, there goes the season, sort of thing. And then he was making big saves and, you know, being the the Emmy Martinez we know now, um, which is cool to see. But then, you know, at the end of the day, Bern Leno was still the number one. So once he heals, he was kind of take his, his spot back. Um, uh-huh. So then, yeah, you know, Arsenal sold. Emmy, and then he, you know, started talking about how Arsenal didn't respect him and all this stuff. It's like they've been with you for so long and sent you all these loans. I mean, but yeah, you know, he's he's doing well now. World Cup winner, so take it, you know,
0: take it and run. Yeah, just the yeah. clean sheet thing. I was very surprising. Um, segue to Arsenal took on the worst team in the Premier League today. Very, very, I would say easy win. Would you say easy win too? Are you, are you nervous uh, yeah, I, at any point?
1: The I went into it nervous only because it seems to be that like teams get that new manager bounce against Arsenal very often. Mm. <laughs> at least it feels that way. I, I, it might be, you know, kind of the same for all teams. It's just I noticed the Arsenal ones more. Um so I was I was a little bit concerned about that. Um and then Saliba wasn't in the squad, so you know, you're missing a uh a key starter. Um how long is he out for, have they said? I haven't heard anything. Um and Arsenal's this season been pretty like tight lipped about um injuries and timetables and stuff. Okay. Um, so hopefully not too long. I mean, kind of worked out that there's this international break, so get a little bit of free time, but um yeah, you know, Rob Holding came in, did excellent. He's generally been a good depth option. Um Normally just comes in to close the games, but nice to see him out there for a full game and, and you know, handle Zaha well. and Oh, Zaha
0: uh, is all they got.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, between Holding and Ben White over there, like, he, he had a couple looks for sure, um, but, I mean, beyond that, yeah, they had just zero real threat, and I think once Arsenal scored, it was like, it went from, like, a controlled game to just, like, Easy Arsenaler and cruise mode game, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that that shot Zaha had where it hit Ramsdale's back, that was like that uh, game of inches, where if it hits his back in the wrong yeah. spot, it goes in the goal. It's just crazy how oh, yeah. you know if he doesn't even if he slides differently, it's wild. So yeah, Zaha, and that team's really interesting with Zaha. I feel like they play, they have to play through him a lot because he's really freaking good, but it's mm. almost like he's trying too hard. Like he's like he feels like yeah. he has to do everything, which I mean he kind of does, but also at the same time you could you couldn't you could enable others um, by being such a good player because it opens up so much space for others. And I don't know yeah. they, their team just I it's it's, think it's they just it's bad.
1: Yeah, they use they use him a little incorrectly. I think like they always want to just send him on the break and hope that he can either outrun the defender or you know use some move to get past him and then get the shot off. But it's like. Those chances will come, sure, but I think you'd be better off, you know, give Zaha the ball so he attracts all the attention, and then you have people running in, and he can find the pass and either, you know, just a good cross or find the open guy to get a good shot off, but they just kind of don't. <laughs> they just kind of leave him up there, and then that's kind of that. But If you uh, if
0: you could put Zaha on any other team right now, where, where do you think he'd kind of fit in?
1: Hmm... <laughs> Um maybe I mean I'd like to see him in like a Leicester only cuz like James Madison creates a lot of opportunity and then they're generally like pretty good about having their striker in the box mm. and like people following up um I think he could he could do well in a, in a system kind of like that um just for like I, I mean, yeah, he doesn't need to be the one guy. He, like, he's good. He's he's quick. He's He's got the skills and stuff, but you know, you're, you're like Zaha level, but then you all, if you want to be like the guy, you need to be like like Eden Hazard level. Like, he could do all that and still score the goals, but yeah. it's like Zaha just isn't doing that. Yeah, so.
0: <laughs> Zaha Azar, was a different player. It's yeah. yeah, I didn't get to watch too much of him, but um, the way he used his body, he was just his center of gravity was so crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Zaha's a little bit more lanky, uh, but that was let's see, I'm looking at Crystal Palace's match fixtures. That was their eighth loss in the last 13 games. They haven't won okay, in but... the last 14. Chad. Look, look, look. Look at before the opponents you get all, that...
1: before you get all crazy here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Look I... at their schedule for the start of the year. I know it's been
0: crazy, but, but they're they haven't even been like super competitive with these games.
1: I mean, they've lost the games that they've lost by like one goal. That's that's pretty good. I mean, shots have been lackluster for sure, but I think your like on-field play is decent. Um I mean I, I just feel like firing Patrick Vieira is kind of a bad move.
0: I, I don't disagree with that. I, I do think their schedule <laughs> is tough. I do think they should have gotten some wins in here though. In order. Well, to... But that's why yeah. I'm saying they're not they're the worst team in the Premier League. Even before well, yeah. Even by let's see. The the game they lost to Aston Villa, I think that mm. was the game. That was like, okay, this is where they're at now. If they can't beat Villa, who Villa at that time was, yes, coming up. But essentially, they were below Crystal Palace in the standings at that point. I, I want to say, because Villa's won three out of their last four. So they've made up t- 10 points in the last four weeks. And that was four weeks ago. So let's see. Where does that put Villa if we take 10 points off of them? At 28 points. I guess they're they're hovering together. Yeah. Um, but now look where Villa is like, it, it's just the, yeah. the split is there. And what they've lost the most games out of the last six in anyone here besides Leicester. Granted. Yeah, but
1: I mean, like where are you going now? Like at, at least <sighs> where are know, they? Viera, going? Yeah. But Vieira got them through this run and they're still 12th. They ended last season 12th. So like, you're not any worse off really. Um, I mean, you had zaha out injured for a while. Anderson was out injured and maybe out for a longer spell now again um and like now your last ten games, I think are all against bottom eight competition, so whoa, whoa, I mean, the, whoa. they got they got, sh-
0: they got Fulham in there Chad
1: Fulham and Tottenham are the outliers <laughs> here, but um you know it it's these should be the games that they if not win at least get the draws from um so i don't know i i mean i would hope if you're gonna fire your manager kind of just like you know at, at middle of the end of the season you have someone lined up right away and you're not just using your u-21 coach like you did today like the timing is you, awful yeah the timing sucks and i don't know i guess maybe they just didn't trust Vieira to be able to to get the wins out of these last 10 games but um, I don't know feels like a, a harsh firing to me um yeah it's, it's a I mean, it is what it is. they just' well, it's like what do they, what do they want right now
0: what's what's their end goal? I guess not to be relegated, but yeah, they've never been relegated with Vieira. so what
1: and, and that's what I'm saying is like <laughs> you ended last season 12. You're currently 12, so it's not like a oh yeah, like last season we were good and now we suck. It's like you're in a bad patch, but you've played like basically the whole top half of the table now and um I don't know. I just like last year they had Connor Gallagher who was like a big mm. player for them in their system and they just didn't replace him like he stayed at Chelsea too bad, but he also didn't bring anyone in that was like kind of similar, so that's just kind of bad. Um, you know, transfer strategy, I guess, but um, I don't know, I don't know. it it's you're walking, I think, a very thin line right now. Of like, we had Vieira, and maybe we weren't performing how we should, but we weren't falling necessarily. And now you're kind of in this unknown of like we could go up, or the rumors I've seen they want to bring back Roy Hodgson, and I d- like, yeah, I saw that. I don't think he's the answer. Uh, so short term or long term. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I looked through some of the comments that like palace fans are making and they're all kind of the same thing of like, why did we fire him? Like we weren't doing terrible as as standings go, you know, like it is tight down there for sure. And like, it's year in 12th, but it's still kind of pretty scary. Um, I don't know. I, we'll see how it goes, but it, it just it caught me by surprise, honestly. And to do it on Saint Patrick's Day is just brutal, brutal.
0: <laughs> I I will stand by the fact that the firing doesn't make sense, but I will also stand by the fact that I believe they are the worst team in the Premier League. Even though they've had a really tough stretch, they show mm. they've shown nothing in the last couple of weeks that they have they can stay up. I I will I would put money on it for them to get relegated at this point. I really would. They've,
1: dude, you're they, going that hard. I
0: would. That? Look at everyone else. Everyone else has at least like, I don't know, either some form of motivation or games to make up. You can, we did this last week. We can go down the list <laughs> it, again. You
1: do it every week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> everyone has some type of momentum or at least a game where they show flashes of like, look what we can do. And we haven't gotten that from Crystal Palace since like December.
1: I mean, you, you've had flashes. I think, like, even though some of them may have not been wins, you like, you still. I mean, you, you drew with United once. Uh, you drew with Newcastle. You drew with Liverpool. You drew with Brighton. Like, you lost a city by aye, one aye, goal, aye. and that's and that's Elise doing a stupid foul in the box. Like, <laughs> I, attacking wise, yeah, they they've been kind of quiet, but um, you know, defensively defensively they have been fairly well organized but i don't know if you want to put money on them getting relegated i will take your money
0: wow <laughs> wow <laughs> so you don't so you think they're better than 17th
1: yeah i think i think they survive. i just i, I
0: <laughs> everyone here from 12 to 20 for well, no, oh, no hang on forest is scaring me now because now they're just like <laughs> they're, they're crumbling too. And I, I'm not saying they will or won't make it. I, I would just yeah. still bet on crystal palace being the one time will tell. We have 10, uh, yeah. we, we have it's 10 cool. more weeks, dude. That's crazy. I was, yeah. th- I was thinking about that when I was, uh, <laughs> what game was I watching today? Um, the, the Man U game, there were like 10 mm-hmm. weeks to go in the season. I was like, damn, I was like, really? We have like 10 more episodes of like premier league. Like that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, um, <laughs> Sokka is my nomination for player of the week on Be Real. Not a whole lot of yeah. players doing anything too magical. Again, a lot of a lot of postponement games today. Um
1: Yeah, I mean, two goals, one assist. He's now at twelve goals and ten assists in Premier League for the season.
0: And we did we did say we weren't gonna give Holland player of the week until he gets five goals.
1: I I think we still yeah. stand by that. He gets, gets the honorable mention of course yes eight another hat right, trick eight but.
0: goals this week not in premier league but that is yeah. stupid
1: eight uh, yeah.
0: it's like does he get bored of celebrating that time like oh man like that number 6 is like i got to do it again
1: that's when you just start <laughs> either pulling out the things you're still working on for celebrations or you just you go out and just do something random and see what happens i
0: didn't <laughs> i didn't watch all the champions league goals he scored
1: um Cause I-, I mean a, a lot of them he was just in like the right position like mm. um so like a few came off deflections and stuff and um you know just kind of fell to him and he was right there and you know in front of goal enough but like still scored the goals so okay. you know you get it but um, I mean yeah um I think just to close out this Arsenal game like going into the international break um City still have a game in hand now but eight-point gap. Um, I think even, maybe not more important, but just as important is the goal differential is now down to two between the teams. Mm. Um, Arsenal's on 40. City's at 42. Because that could come into play later on. We'll see. I hope deal. not. But, um, yeah, it was nice to kind of close that a little bit because I think it was at like uh, maybe like nine or so a few weeks ago. So, And City has Liverpool, April 1st. Yeah, shut them down. It's Do be it. Fun.
0: It's gonna be fun. <laughs> I can't wait for that game. Um, all right, let's kind of speed it up here a little bit. I want to talk about Wolves in Leeds because mm-hmm. that was a super Oof. interesting game with some spiciness at the end. Because yeah, the Wolves were coming. They were they were you know had some momentum kind of going their way, um, and then VAR changed that quite a bit. And I want your take because we haven't really talked about it. Do yeah. you think that shirt pull was enough? For Var to call that a foul, which in my head they're claiming Torre is just so big, where that shouldn't have really affected him, and he kind of gave up on it before the full tug happened. But I'm sorry, if you're able to tug on anyone's jersey like that and get away with it, you would do it all the time. Which, it granted, it does happen a lot, but the fact that the refs viewed that play to see well what happened there. And you easily see a shirt get pulled. It's stretched. It, yep. it, and then you were like, No, that's fine. What?
1: Yeah. I don't I get this,
0: that at all.
1: I think this was like one of those where, um, like he feels the shirt pull and he just kinda stops anticipating the foul to be called. And then when it isn't, like, you know, the play goes on. Um so I think when you look at it like that, it it I mean, it is a foul, but it looks like he's maybe looking for it more than they would like or something. But yeah, it was one of those weird ones where it's like, you see that called all over the pitch throughout the whole game. And then this one all of a sudden is like, yep, cool. Just start yanking on, on shirts. Like
0: <laughs> the coach went up to the ref and said, are you allowed to pull someone's shirt when they're going for the ball? <laughs> and it looked like the ref said, no. And he was just like,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so yeah, why, I that. why yeah. that point? and of course a goal was scored off of it. It just was like wow. That was I mean, that was pretty bad.
1: And yeah, for so many of these goals that we've seen that get called off because of some you know, soft foul early on in the play. And I'm like this one is just I mean looked at but like not taken seriously. It's just like okay, well. <laughs> that's an interesting call. The and then, there's that inconsistency you know? and then
0: the chaos the red car because someone's <laughs> arguing about var and i don't blame them yeah
1: um, i mean you know it, it was weird to see diego costa being the one trying to hold people dude, back i wrote that down, down.
0: <laughs> i agree i was like he is being the like trying to the, the calming force here out of everyone hilarious yeah. that's that's the type of man he is now he's a family man
1: yeah you know he's he's mature now <laughs> He's big boy now, so you know he's uh, the father of the group.
0: Ten years ago, he would have chest bumped that ref and probably knocked him on the floor. <laughs> Guarantee it, for sure. Yeah, that was that was a cr- crazy finish, super entertaining. I was going, "What the hell yeah. is going on?" um the,
1: and I will shout out Johnny real quick. Nice, you know, long range goal, and then to get the red card—just a complete game. Yeah, full package. You know. <laughs> Love to see it. If you're going to do it, you do it like that. Yeah, why not?
0: Yeah. God, um, oh, that was a weird one. And then the other red card, the, the, the trio of red cards today. That was super... When I read your messages, I was like, holy <laughs> crap, I got to see what's going on here. And we t- turned on the game and, and kind of watched yeah. it all. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, Fulham just, uh, just threw it away. The, yeah.
0: the Fulham implosion.
1: That's it. I mean, they
0: they they were up. When I was like, they're winning right now, and they're doing all this.
1: Yeah, like I I wasn't really paying too much attention to the game, and then you know saw they were up, so I turned it on, and you know United wasn't really doing much. They, you know, would poke, but nothing really threatening, and then you know yeah, Sancho finds his way through a little bit and rounds the keeper, and then you know William yeah makes this. Uh, goal line save, but definitely does a little like scrunch into the ball thing. So yeah. like clear, clear handball. Yeah, it's it's fine. But like, yeah. For then, I, I'm pretty sure it's the manager that walked over to the ref when he was on VAR.
0: Margo Silva. Yeah.
1: Um. So like, he got the red card, and then William deservedly gets his red card. But then yeah, Mitrovic just like blows his top and like. Starts yanking on the ref's arm and yeah, like, like chest bump him and I was like, what the heck is this guy
0: doing? He, this is the most Mitrovic stat line ever: five shots, oh, three on target, one goal, one red card. Uh, yes. Where's his his defensive stats? Oh no, no, no clearances or blocks. But I was like. Dude, he's just back. he's totally back, and and two dribbles <laughs> to add to that. I was like, this would be a great stat line if there wasn't a red card in here. But he just Ugh. he just finds a way to negative five.
1: I just like I I get you know they they had the lead and you know there's uh, tension because they want to believe it was a a fair um, block and all that. And now, yeah, a penalty and red card comes from that. But now, okay you're down a guy penalty could be saved. Like you're not necessarily down a goal yet, but then to just fully implode now. And, heads. Yeah. Just ridiculous. But that just oh shows well. the
0: immaturity of, of where they started and where they're at now. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy how far they've truly fallen. Um, yeah. they they're, I mean, man, they were that team that just like pissed everyone off. It was like, fuck, follow them mm-hmm. again. And now, yeah. uh, honestly, I'm like, okay, bring on Fulham because they, they 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 have no composure. Um, no, they yeah. play they play Bournemouth next go around, and I don't think they're gonna have a good time playing them. Um, I wouldn't think so. yeah. And then Liverpool's supposed to be playing. They were supposed to play them today if this game didn't happen. So, mm. yeah, that was a uh, an interesting one. And then the other the other FA game, uh, uh, Brighton just demolishing yeah. the. Oh man, they look good. Every goal they score yeah. except for maybe one. Um, it was just pretty. Uh, the Matoma goal was hilarious, like, in the most sad way for the other team, where it just slowly, like, rotated to the edge of the goal. Uh, the Sully March goal was sick. Great header. I, that actually might yeah. be, like, the best header I've seen in a while, where he kind of just went, like, all out. Yeah. Um, and then the Ferguson goals. You know, I, I, we don't really do it, FA Cup games for goal of the week, yeah. but the the, the the Evan Ferguson goal was really, really nice, the first one. Yeah, um, I, I like that one a Brighton's lot. Brighton's
1: flying, you know, they, they look great. And, I mean, I know this wasn't top-level competition, but, uh, I mean, at this point in the FA Cup, like, you want to go out there and just kind of punch your way through, right? You don't yeah. want to play this close 1-0 game against a team from a lower league. And, you know, so, but, I mean, yeah, they cruised, City cruised, Sheffield United... Maybe could have been Rexham.
0: <laughs> I know, God, what could, what have, could been? have been? What could have been? <laughs> um, so Bitzer also earned a nomination for me for his goal. It's pretty slick, little little yeah. ball in, quick flick behind him. Um, I didn't want Manu to win, but it is what it is. Yeah. Fulham, Fulham implosion,
1: it happens. Fulham had to let it happen, you know. God, they
0: always do, man. Real letdown. Yeah. Um, games that we missed.
1: The, the only one I want to talk about um, is the Nottingham Forest-Newcastle game.
0: Oh, yeah, on Friday?
1: Yeah. Um, mainly because of the VAR call. It was... Um, <laughs> I forget who dribbles it in, but someone, I think maybe Isak, shoots um, and the ball kind of... I think Keeper saves it, and it falls to a Nottingham Forest player um, who goes to kind of clear it or, like, I guess pass it out. Um, It bounces off a Newcastle player who's in an offside position, which then comes back to Isak, and he would have assisted, I don't know, some Newcastle player to score. But then VAR calls it back and says it's offside because it bounced off this player that was in an offside position is like that feels really harsh because the forest player kicks the ball into him. <laughs> right. So,
0: so at that point, shouldn't that just be like negated? That it's it's once a forest player touches the ball, yeah, it's right. like, like that. That and was my interpretation of it.
1: Right? Yeah, because can... he had clear possession. It wasn't like a you know just a blind swing of the. Kick to get the ball out of there. He like had it, and it looks more like a pass than a, a clearance, really. Um, and just happens to hit the guy that's in the offside position, which unfortunately bounces back to another Newcastle player. But like, it's not really his fault. <laughs> well, right,
0: because I mean, once another player touches it, the offside rules, or when the opposing team touches it, the offside rule is supposed to just be there. It doesn't exist anymore. It's supposed to just go mm-hmm. away. My thought behind that was. Well, is this player playing offside to then interpret how the next, like action goes? Which mm-hmm. is again, it's this this rule is just so complicated now because refs aren't supposed to wave their flags when someone's offside. They're supposed to like let let it play out. Yeah. But if the ref would have waved his flag for the initial offside, none of this would have happened.
1: Yeah. That's it, it, like
0: that's a really weird scenario. But again, like. I think the rule stands where the defender hits it or the opposing team hits it and it hits into you. You're then onside. Like you're good. You should be good to go.
1: Yeah. Cause it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, almost like you, you made the tackle or like the interception of a back pass or something. And then now you're passing it backwards further to your team. Right. Like it, So I felt that goal should have stood, but I mean, it almost cost him. They got lucky. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't want to say lucky for their last goal, but it was, uh, I don't know. They, that game could have easily ended in a draw. Um, yeah. And, you know, Newcastle got the PK at the end. But Isaac's looking good. He's finally coming alive for them. I guess it, it took a little probably yeah. a little more time than maybe others. Well, he, I mean, he's thought, at least but... starting now. Like... <laughs> it's getting big. <laughs> That's a big help, I think, you know? Yeah. And, and, more than,
1: yeah, the 20, 30 minutes out there. So. And
0: St. Maximum what, got injured again? Oh, did he? I, I think he did. did. He went out pretty oh, early. Geez. Um That guy's yeah, injured so another 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 thigh injury. Same 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 thing as the beginning of the year when that all went down. Um And then who else got injured today? I was looking at stat lines and a couple players got subbed out within the first like twenty minutes oh, of the Oh
1: um not today but Southampton lost Bednarak yes. and Belakachap yes. both in the first half. Bednarak, yeah. I guess, got broken ribs in whatever happened. Oh. So he might be a longer absence than uh, okay. Than just, well, I mean, international break. So that could kind of benefit them as well. But
0: Yeah, and then Belakachap got dropped from uh, the German squad. Cause, so he's mm. he's probably going to be out for a little bit too. But that's a big blow yeah. for them. Um, yeah, But hey, they didn't have them and they made a comeback, so... True. Very true. Next, next, next players uh, rose up. Yeah, did, did their jobs. Um, all right, let's. Uh, Want to do a quick little nomination? Figure out who our team player goal of the week
1: is. Yeah. Let's um, start with. How about team? <laughs> you chose the one that I don't have one.
0: Oh, okay. I'll, I'll give you mine. It's Southampton epic comeback yeah, against Tottenham I about like, it. as a top four squad bottom of the table
1: yeah I, I, I considered it like the only thing holding me back was like that last minute penalty they got was like very fortunate yeah. I think but um, I mean yeah you show the fight to get back into it and because other than that like I mean Villa went you know 3 nil against Bournemouth but you should um, Everton I thought about 'Cause I get the draw from Chelsea, but like if it was a win, probably. Yep. Um Yeah, I don't know. I I just couldn't really decide on one. Like Southampton I'm totally down with though. Like you know, yeah, it was 3 1 at 75 minutes and
0: Worst team against the top four team. If this was if this yeah. was a an Arsenal and they came back and did this, it would be like game of the year for Southampton. Yeah. So but it's Tottenham, so I understand it's not game of the year, but it's, <laughs> it's a great comeback for a team that's at the bottom of the table and needs some momentum. So For sure, for sure. Let's let's give it to old Southampton here. Player, I think we're in agreement.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Sokka for sure um the only other ones I had down were uh Walcott got one goal one assist for Southampton and then Isak with the two goals uh but one being a penalty so right
0: right well this is uh two weeks in a row at Arsenal player has claimed it um that's
1: it we cruising damn it it's
0: crazy (laughs) all right fun one goal of the week this is a tough one for me yeah tough one um I didn't know if I wanted to go with context or flashiness. And I'll be real, there weren't that many flashy goals for me this week. Mm-hmm. Um Ellis Sims of Everton scoring mm-hmm. the equalizer, yeah. first goal in the Premier League. Awesome time to do. it.
1: Ooh,
0: <laughs> man, that was awful defending. Um yeah. so that's kind of that was my first one. Then as I kinda like deep dove into everything, Sully March, the Ferguson goal and Sabitzer, those were my other ones in there. Um but I, I would like to give it to Ellis just because of how loud the crowd was, too. And, and, uh... and,
1: and you know, a draw, but that's big points for Everton right now.
0: Huge so, points. Um, Huge.
1: I like that. Like, the only other ones I had, um, Isak's first goal was, like, that weird kind of, like, kind of behind him, like, leg kick thing. Yeah. Which is just kind of a cool one to see. Um Sokka's first goal I thought was great, but it's mainly due to Ben White's pass, which is like the most perfect weight on the I know, that was
0: crazy. That was a good one. I did like Martinelli's first goal too, where he just blew, he created that space on his defender and like... Yeah, damn. That first step is scary. (laughs) Scary. Um, Yeah, this is a tough one.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think probably go Sims, just like debut... Blow past an experienced defender and to to salvage the draw at the 90th away. minute. <laughs>
0: yeah, the 90th minute. That's and the pressure there to, to make sure you're gonna score, get the draw. Yeah. That that can go yeah. a long way. Yeah. All right. Sounds good to me. All right. Just quick little fun tidbit. Uh, I got my boy Zlatan on the wall here. He is uh, just got the call up for the Sweden team. He's Uh, back? He's back, baby. He's playing next week. So look for Zlatan on the uh, score sheet. And today, he broke the record for the oldest goal scorer in Syria. Uh, 41 years, 166 days, scored a PK for AC Milan. Uh, The dude is still doing it. It's crazy. That's nuts. It's crazy.
1: (laughs) I thought once he went to LA Galaxy, that was like kind of last stop. Maybe do one more like back in Sweden or something, but
0: no. How many years ago was that now? Four? Five? (laughs)
1: Uh yeah, cause it was like right around the time that LAFC just started. So yeah, and they've been around a few years now. And sheesh, he's still doing it.
0: Him and Giroud in Milan, man, they're killing it. Um, it was a PK, but again, the dude's still the dude's gonna be 42 in six months. He's yeah, he's uh he's he's doing his thing. I think this Sweden run he's making will probably be his uh kind of last little run because he has been pretty hurt um yeah. but getting getting to see him you know i don't like ac milan but getting to see him walk out with that trophy with a cigar and bottle in hand that's like that was one of the coolest like kind of like wwe moments so i was just like this yeah. is, this dude is living the dream
1: no one else could do that no you know? and make it look
0: cool no way <laughs> yeah. absolutely not
1: all right yeah. um i do want to leave you with one little thing to keep your eye on yeah the Kardashian curse.
0: Oh, who, who are they are? They dating someone?
1: <laughs> Not dating. Okay. Um, but apparently, Kim's kids are Arsenal fans, so they're at the stadium Thursday night for the Europa League. Arsenal lost after extra time and penalties out of the Europa League. Today, they were attending the home game at PSG versus Rennes. I don't speak French. I'm sorry. Yeah. Rennes. Yeah. Um, PSG lost 2-0. their first home loss in 35 games. Kardashian <laughs> curse. Keep your eye on it. It might be a thing.
0: Okay, I'm going to be paying attention to where they go. This is like the Drake curse, but slightly scarier exactly. because they could be anywhere.
1: Yeah, so if they want to go to like a city home game soon, that would be great.
0: Oh, that would be tight. That would be tight. I don't think those kids look like city fans, though. They're probably going to be, uh, what, I guess Spain is the next They're They're Madrid kids for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, that's some that's something fun. We'll have to pay attention to that. I we need like a a, a tracker, like I think a so. like a, a Kim K soccer tracker or something. <laughs> it's like the Elon the yeah. Elon Jet Tracker, but exactly. For, for, yeah. Okay, okay, Chad. We need to make this like today. Let's make it. Let's find a Twitter handle. Let's see how we can find them,
1: and we'll try it out. <laughs> Yeah, you can send out the warning for everyone. It's like, all look, right, Kim, look out out. your team. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> like
0: TMZ, Kim Kardashian continues soccer tour.
1: <laughs> Please stop.
0: <laughs> oh, This is what we need. We're going to create this Twitter handle, and TMZ is going to come knocking. There you go. All right, Chad. Well, with that, uh, this has been a fun, quick little episode, episode 29 of the Hooligans Pitch. Anything else you want to say? Oh, how the Quails do last night?
1: Oh, USL refs are garbage. Yeah, um, it ended up as a draw. We'll take it because it was two bad foul calls at the thirtieth minute, and we were down a guy for the last you know hour or so. But sacrifice a draw out of that, so. yeah, or salvage a draw. But um, yeah, you know, it's fun. Hmm. Good to be back out there. So. Yeah,
0: it looked fun. It looked like a good time. Um, all right, we'll keep you updated on how they're doing and. Hopefully you can find them coming east and we can hit up a game out here. But Yeah. We'll see. All right. With that, episode 29, Hooligans Pitch. Have a good week. We're out. Peace. Peace. Later.